What's up, y'all? This week on BYOB, we're talking about bad days. Bad you know, day? Yeah, exactly. Mm, you know when, when stuff just don't go your way, you're having a bad yeah. day, you're feeling like crap, and it's like negativity just on one thing after another after another. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about th- that this week. Yeah, that sounds like most days, dude. dude. What do you mean? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I think we're going to sing uh, the song Bad Day by Dan Fowle. Because you had that? a bad day. You, you take one. I don't even know the words mm-hmm. to that. I don't know the way. But I'll just dance to it if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, well, it is. So, about two weeks ago, your boy had a rough ass day. Mm. Excuse my language. Please beat that out. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, it was, just, it was just a bad day, man. It was one thing after another, after another, after another. That kind of sprawled out into Saturday. That kind of threw me off. So... I, I was able to kind of recover a little bit. Um, and I, I, I feel like I'm not quite out of that, that negative space just yet, but I do feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's giving way a little bit. So I just want to open up to my homies and get their ideas a little bit. Like, how do y'all define a bad day? Hmm. That's a difficult question, but for me, a bad day would probably be something that, like, you don't accomplish what you want to that day. Like, you get let down. Mm-hmm. You have to do a lot. Sometimes someone close to you doesn't meet an expectation you have for them or you realize someone I would say like the hardest like the most difficult thing like a bad day is like when you like when someone does something to you that hurts you you know Mm. and like just like the expectation of like a friendship or like a family member or something like it's bad like if you get a like a bad grade on a test you know but you know it's your fault you know yeah it's like a worst day if you aren't really sure what's happening or you could like Loki lose something, you know? Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, like, um, you want to explain more about your bad day? Maybe I'll get some more ideas on like what yeah, happened. So it kind of started, it was, it was a Thursday. So it all started, sometimes I kind of believe in omens and signs, sort of, so to speak. I mean, I don't think I should, but sometimes, you know, when you just get that feeling in your bones you, that like something's going down or like there's something going on or whatever. Um, so the TSU was evacuated, right? For no reason. Nobody said anything as to why. So my, I was scared, dog. I was like, is there a shooter on campus? Is something about to blow up? Like, what am I doing? Like, why was the TSU evacuated? So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I had a meeting later that day. So I was like, I was thinking about, should I go home or should I stay and go to the meeting? So I was like, "Mm, let me just go to the meeting. So I walk like all the way on the outside of out the outskirts of campus and I'm walking down toward the building that I'm having my meeting in and I hear this loud crash and I look to my right and there's a car crash. So I was like, huh, something's about to go down. And I think it was either that night or like a couple nights ago, I had a dream of a bug attacking me and I was like, Hmm, there's something about to ha- like there's something going on because I had a bad dream There's something bad to happen in the TSU and I saw a car crash. Oh my gosh. Long story short. This was just the beginning Oh, it's a computer so, virus, right? It's a computer virus. Oh, you just reminded me oh, of something. So what happened was the next day I ended up finding a a nice disgusting creature under my roommate's bed and that was signs of an infestation. So we, I mm. talked to my dad about it and I talked to the office or whatever and come to find out we have to pay $1,000 to get our apartment cleaned. So it's like bad day number one. 
So when I first found the bug, I went crazy. Like I was driving around like a cool hour, just like, just trying to like regrass my sanity, right? And that day I was supposed to go meet one of my close friends. Um, and I was supposed to meet her. Her dad was kind of having a barbecue, so I was supposed to go over later that day. So I had to call my dad to calm me down and everything. Like shout out to Pops, cause I don't know where I'd be without my dad. I probably would be going crazy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up, I was like, let me just calm down. Let me study. Cause I had two mid- midterms the next week, right? So I was like, okay, let me calm down and study. And then I was studying, studying, and then I lost track of time. Uh, that kind of started at four o'clock, right? And it was in, it was like a 45 minute drive to her house, right? It's five, and by the time I looked up, it's 5.30. So I didn't even, and I wasn't even dressed yet. So by the time I got dressed, and by the time I got there, it was like 7.30, and it started at four. So then it was just like, dang, it'd be like that. So I mean, that went well. <laughs> I mean, that Come night on, dude, went get well. This story. <laughs> oh that God. night went well. This is the story, what do you mean? No, I feel that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that night was good, because I mean, I got to spend time with her and feel a little bit better. And she, I mean, like, she's somebody I care about. So, you know what I mean? Can Talk I guess what someone. happened next? You gave her a bit. Oh, no, I didn't, thank God. Um, but before I had left, I was studying and my computer was 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 working my nerves. So I smacked the front of the computer and then my computer just shuts off. So within a 48 hour span, my my apartment's infested with bed bugs. I lost my computer. I was late to meeting somebody important. Right. And I was just like, what's going on? Right. So then kind of like the ending, in the next two weeks, I get a B on both of my midterms. That pisses me off, right? Cause like, I've only had three Bs throughout college, right? So I take deep, deep pride in, all of those Bs were barely like B. So I take heavy offense to getting anything below an A. Cause I mean, I study my butt off, I mean, for the past three Can I say something real quick? Yeah. I aim for a B. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel bad saying that, but I aim for A, so it's like, and I put in the work. I put in the work. Like, I study my butt off, mm-hmm. right? The past three and a half years, I spent every weekend in the library. So, like, this this isn't, this, it wasn't like I just flowed through life and got this. I made a lot of sacrifices to get to this point, right? A lot of not going out, not partying, not being with your friends to, for that. So... I do all those, but I still don't too. get A's for me. I haven't gotten an A in a while. So, I was like, ah, bummed out. And then I met this Christian dude, and I thought God was calling me back to... to <laughs> To, <laughs> the sign, the sign. You know, I thought this is like some sign. I have to come back to God because I had this whole mess going on or whatever. And at first, I just chose like maybe this is God, right? And I, I didn't listen to the signs, right? So in the church, I I went to this guy's church on Sunday, and in the church's um like pamphlet, because every church has like a pamphlet or like announcements or whatever for every Sunday. In the, in the pamphlet, they talk about, oh, we don't listen to trolls on the internet and anybody who calls us a cult. I'm like, huh? We're not like, a cult, by the way. And no, think about this, bro. Think Wait. about this. If you okay. have to, 
if you have to openly explain why you're not a cult, <laughs> you're probably wow. a cult. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. I why you, do you? <laughs> I thought your day was gonna get better. <laughs> <laughs> I like, why do you need to explain? <sighs> hey guys, this is not a pyramid scheme, but bro, yeah, I totally feel you. Hi, key, bro. So, so I went on this whole thing, and then they asked more and more and more of me. So I started giving more and more of my time, and it started to piss me off because the kid who's who's asking for all of this is in Bible school, and 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 his internship is to bring people to God. So his whole day is around the Bible. I'm in college, dude. I'm in my last semester as a senior, right? Why does why am I not questioning this at that point in time? And I just yeah. went through it, went through it, went through it. And kind of the height was, no, here's, here's kind of something that also set me off a little bit. After one of our Bible studies, the dude was just like, oh, peace, I got to go to another Bible study. So I was like, oh, so we're not going to sit and talk and like get to know each other a little bit more. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So then there was these two girls that were also part of the group. And then there's this other guy, Mark. So I came up and I sat down and they introduced the girl. They didn't even tell me her name. They're like, oh, that's Mark's girlfriend. I'm like relax i'm not trying to get at anybody like if you guys are that insecure then tell your girlfriend not to come right and this fool sat right in front and then started giving her his bread pudding and talking about how he loves to cook and how he's so good at cooking and i'm like i thought y'all was supposed to be these confident religious, religious god-fearing people why are you paranoid about your girl in front of me dog why is this some pissing contest all of a sudden now so that was kind of the first thing that kind of was like this seems sketch but what did my dumb self do i kept going right it's like oh this is god right and sort of the high point was oh god charles i was really i was having a really tough day right really tough day and i was having these deep inner like conflictions right and i was talking this i was trying to open up because they have like I think it's about 10 Bible studies you have to go through in order to be called a disciple and to be baptized by their standards, right? And I didn't even realize this at the time, but they were using the scripture to manipulate people, Mm. right? They would use the scripture to prove certain points of an argument, and then it was them who was kind of piecing those scriptures together overall, right? So they're pretty much made the assumption that I unfortunately believed at the time that if I'm not baptized, if I am not a disciple, if I am not being made into a disciple by another disciple, then I am not saved, right? The Bible doesn't say that, right? After I kind of came to my senses, I went back and I Googled scriptures about being saved, right? So Romans 10, I believe, right? Romans 10 states, if you believe Jesus is, and I'm, this is just for me, I'm not trying to like yeah. convert anybody or I'm not trying to be offensive. If you believe Jesus was raised from the dead, that he is the son of God, you are saved. That is the Bible. That is the Bible, right? And I was like, why didn't I do this earlier? I would have been out of this freaking <laughs> cult before, right? So then the kind of height was like, I couldn't take it. I needed to express the bad day that I was having, right? So then this guy, he was just this pastor by, his name goes by Jared or whatever. Um, he goes into this whole thing about, he starts talking about love. I'm like, bruh, I'm having a bad day. Like, what? what are you talking about? And then he started talking like a bunch of crap. And I'm like, huh? He's like, oh, what are you getting from that? I'm like, 
honestly have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, I'm like, and that should have been my first sign to just get up and leave. Because if you have to do that, you had no meaning, you had no intention. And you were just trying to have some type of meaning, right? So then I told him what was going on. And then as kind of like on a second level, and then he started talking about my parents' walk with God. Right. He brought, I forget the specific scripture. I think it's in Matthew, but the scripture is watch the way you live and watch your doctrine. And if people hear what you have to say, they will be saved. So he told me pretty much that my my parents aren't right with God because he asked me, what do you think your parents walk is with God? I'm like, I can't say that. I don't. That's between them and God. And he's like, that's not biblical. But yet the scripture that he said didn't give a timeline for when, if you hear that good news, you're, you're, when you're saved, right? It just says that when you hear th- that person's teaching that you will be saved. It doesn't say it's going to be tomorrow, next week, the week after, the year after. So it's just like, dude, why are you attacking my parents? My parents walk with God. You don't even know them. What is wrong with you? So you mean to tell me the man who has taught me to get on my knees every year on my birthday to pray to God to thank Him for another year doesn't know God is? Can you play that song? So, so the guy who spent time in the Philippines, <laughs> helping people convert, helping people get to know God, the man who has, even that day that I called my dad, he's like, I was talking to a dude earlier this today about God and helping him through his, you mean that dude doesn't know God and isn't right with God? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's because he's not part of your kooky culture. That's why he's not a disciple in your eyes, right? It just made me so deeply angry because it's like, why are you attacking someone's character that you don't even know? And then you wanna back up and you don't have the balls to come out and actually say, and you're gonna, oh, I'm not judging, I'm not judging. No, you are, bro. Have some balls and admit to that. Be a man about that mess, bro. And then as soon as I came out with everything that was going on that day, the so-called disciples that were trying to bring me in disappeared. Like, anyway, were just disappeared. It's like, where were you guys? You wanted to throw the scripture at me, but then you didn't want to help me through what I was going through? Y'all a bunch of punks, bro. A bunch of punks, right? So then long story short, I end up telling the kid, like, I'm not going to come out to your Bible studies or any of this anymore. Thank you for the word that you shared, but I wish you success. Bye. Hasn't replied. Hasn't replied. So this is kind of like, it kind of started out as a bad week, that just, a bad day that just ended up turning into this, like, two-week cycle of bull crap. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And I, I kind of thank God that I'm out of it because it just, it just challenged my, like, my my like relationship with my family and certain people and it's just like how could i have been bamboozled into this you know and i'm i'm very quick to to tell the school about them because half of them don't even go here they're just in the alumni lounge and just around campus trying to evangelize people right and it's just like you're manipulating people Mm -hmm. you're making people feel bad about themselves when you don't when they're fine or i don't know if they're fine mm-hmm. right because i don't i don't know if you're they're just trying to make money possibly. exactly right so it's just i'm over this dude mm-hmm. peace out you can take whatever 
whatever you think you're giving me or whatever you're saying, you can take that and elsewhere. I, I'm, I'm over that mess. You know what? I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could split this. <laughs> whatever we recorded into <laughs> two episodes, like bad days and like uh, religious. This is super interesting though. But what do you think, John? Bad days. About like, what does it mean to have a bad day? For me, okay, in most cases, for me, a bad day is conceptual because I don't think there were, because a lot of times people like to think that, oh, their, their internal mind and their physical world are two separate things. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's, it's not, there's not much, uh, much of a difference. Mm-hmm. So if, because the way that, for the way that a bad day affects me mm-hmm. is I'm already have to, I already have to be in a bad mood. And then uh, if okay, I'm already okay. in a bad mood, I'm already percepting everything as negative, negative. thing. Yeah. And that's why everything is, Everything is throwing me. So, for example, you getting a B. <laughs> for me, I'm like, oh, if it's a good day, I'm like, yes, I got a B. But it was, if I was already in a pre position, a bad no. mood. A bad <laughs> if I was in a freaking bad mood, <laughs> I would, I would, I would take it your way. I'd be like, damn, I studied a lot. Why can't anything go right? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so for me, everything has to be it's about conception. So mm-hmm. I'm actually reading this little book that I'm, uh, that's very famous in Korea. In Korea, is it like Taoism or no, no? It's more like the things you learn as you slow down. That's kind of like the the, the theme of Central Restaurant. By slow down, do they mean like reflecting? Yeah, reflecting okay, or cool. instead of like sometimes just pause and just rest and yeah. see uh, see things in different perceptions. So they'll have like he'll have like little scenarios that you could that gives you a deeper thought. So one of them is, oh, we're not scared of a tsunami because of the water. We're scared of the tsunami because of the stuff that's being thrown at us. We're not scared of a tornado because of the wind, but because of the stuff that's hurled at us. So. Mm. So we're not scared of, of yeah. the bad day. We're scared mm-hmm. of the negative emotions or feelings that we might receive. Yeah, because okay. if you prepare for a bad day, yeah. then you are prepared and you won't get hit by any of the things in the tornado. Yeah. Okay. That's we can try your best. But then there's also a difference between somebody giving you a bad day and that's like predetermined or not predetermined. That's like... It's hard pre- to avoid. Pre-motivated? Oh, premeditated. Premeditated, yeah. That's the one that hurt the most, I think. You, that's the one you can't avoid yeah. all the time. And yeah. you can't just be neutral about things. You can't just... Um, like you have to deal with the problem. Or you have to... You have to face it one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Or you can avoid it, but it makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what about you? Hillary Duff? Yeah, we got Hillary Duff in this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, no, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. 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 How could he fall into that mess, or like, mm-hmm. how could he be like convinced? Like, it's kind of like a pyramid scheme, I would say. But for me, I've been fooled like many times, like mm-hmm. at least like four. <laughs> <laughs> like with that stuff. But like, whenever you're stressed about things you really don't have any control from, or like, you kind of like, what is the answer? How can I get out of this? And I think you kind of take that route where someone's giving you like a like a direct answer, simple answer, even though it's not true. So I don't think, I think it's human, you know. Okay. To, have, to fall into that because like my job that I had before that I talked about like it was it was really horrible and like it was super stressing and like 
depressing. And I remember one really bad day where I've been working up weeks to basically get a deal done to get like someone like like 35 cell lines in like their business. So I would have made like 900 bucks, like 950. And then like I was preparing that like a whole couple weeks and I went there and like the bad day was truly uh, based on his response. And I went there and I was like, yo, I did all the paperwork. I talked to this person. I like looked at your taxes. I did a whole bunch of stuff I didn't need to do. And eventually I went in and he's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna stick with blah, 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 like my carrier. Okay. And like, I was gonna make like 950 bucks. And like, this is a horrible job, so I wasn't even getting paid. So this is gonna be my money. This is gonna be what the return of my, all my time investment, which is 85 hours a week. So, and then I just went in my car and started crying for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. And like, that was my bad day. Did, but did he call me that time? I called you, I called Bowser, I called, um, I called my high school teacher. <laughs> I called my high school teacher. He's like, but like, yeah, dude, it was like super depressing. And like, I was like going to get like, it's more about, I think the worst days or the culmination of what like the worst like last couple of weeks are is how like how could I be so stupid or how could I like how could I not accomplish what I wanted to accomplish and that's really what the bad day is it's not really like this one thing didn't go my way this other thing if you just get mad at that you have aggression problems or something you know but I feel George in that aspect like it feels bad because you feel like you did something that was like stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. When like in reality, we're all human. And yeah, yeah. Because I, w- I was telling someone earlier that I felt violated, I felt used, I felt manipulated, and, and to exactly. feel that is scary. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's this you were you you trusted this person, right? Yeah. And they just pushed this crap down your throat because that was what's good for them. That's disgusting. That is so disgusting. I know, dude. That makes me so angry. But if these people, you can't talk to them. Because if you were to t- tell them anything, they're going to then use the scripture as to prove that what you're saying is persecution. And Jesus was persecuted. Yeah. Oh, you're, you must be sent from the devil because you want to stop what we're spreading. And if we're spreading the truth, people want to stop you from spreading the truth. No, you're manipulating yeah. people. Yeah. And I don't want to see this anymore. You know what I mean? That's kind of like another topic, but that kind of brings up, well, when you see a loved one or someone you care about in a pyramid scheme, because I know someone who is, and I I don't, (laughs) I don't think, I don't think he's going to listen to me if I tell them this is a pyramid scheme. Because he's so caught up in it. It's like like his livelihood right now. But I mean that that's kind of that's a yeah that's another topic. Yeah, I mean that's uh, my friend is in a similar situation too. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Hillary Duff is going to her photo shoot. <laughs> Can you yeah. see my Hillary? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude. So kind of the next follow up question oh, is: yeah. When yeah. you have a bad day, what do you do about it? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go. So what I've noticed is that whenever there's a, whenever I face a bad uh, day, mm-hmm. my usual routines to de-stress they don't work. Nothing wor- really works out. I would say that on a stressful day I go to the gym and mm-hmm. I you know I'll 
I would watch some TV even, but not even TV. Or eat a lot. I would eat a lot. Yeah, yeah same, the coping same, mechanism is same. eating a lot, Cake. sleeping, and working out. That's oh, that's what I do on a stressful yeah. Yeah. week. But on a, bad, on a bad day or bad week, none of that works. Everything, you just hate food, you just hate to sleep, you just hate watching TV, you hate doing everything. That there's, not, there's nothing physical that you can do, but everything all the healing they can do is internal that's why that's when you have to either you know read a book or meditate or you know ask yourself questions or you know pray to god uh, whatever ritual yeah, or yeah. routine you do that's you have to fix the problem from within nothing can fix it from the outside mm-hmm. you need like an answer somehow yeah. some way any form any form yeah even like honestly like one time i read oh what's it called I was reading one of those Dr. Seuss books, but it was the Lorax, so I, I don't know why I was, I was, I was sad, I was stressful, I was stressed, and then I, I was like, man, the f- how, do, how would I, how could I deal with, uh, cope with this feeling, yeah, and yeah. then I just like picked up uh, the Lorax, and I was like, oh, my problems are nothing like this guy who was trying to save the whole forest from going extinct, to the, and then yeah. the forest did go to extinct to that one last seed. I'm like okay, you know. That's great. It's all perspective, is what you're it's saying. It's all perspective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess like because all my problem, all my problems. Okay, I, I came from because but I came from a background that involved actual like emotional hurt, physical hurt, abusement. Um, yeah. You know, like I came from that kind of background, so all these problems that I see now are not real problems to me, or they have to. Uh, but they already have to hurt me a lot for it to affect me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you would say you're good at dealing with problems now? Now. It's just. Or uh, is it you? You put too little emphasis on it because you don't think it's a natural problem. Yeah. Therefore, I, it makes it bigger than it was. Yeah, I guess I divert my attention to. Uh, is this real? Is this a first world problem or is this? Oh really? Yeah. Instead of being like a problem is a problem, I have well, to solve I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. A problem for- is a problem though, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just because we're in the first world doesn't negate from the fact that's true. That we There's do a difference between problems. social problems and personal. Oh, I have a personal uh, uh, conception and I have a social conception. So what uh, I like to think uh, when I see things as socially. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a problem for everything. You know, what, what person shouldn't get bullied? Uh, oh, maybe political uh, um, policies and yeah. like immigration. Yeah, okay, I can see maybe at a pro- as a problem. But personally, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I went through worse. I know people went through worse, so I'm not going to let it affect me. Yeah. So that's why I tend to hide a lot of emotions or not show emotions at all I'm like very emotionally stupid you think or immature just cause I'm you like you think your emotional intelligence is, is is kind of underdeveloped is that what you're saying yeah like a okay. person could tell a uh, soft story I'm like okay cool now what do you want <laughs> I'll be like now what do you want from me like I'm waiting I'm waiting for like what, what reaction do you want from me I think that has to do with context too I think where you grew up or how you grew up was a little more, a less context than how it is here, you know? Yeah. Therefore, like, you need more than just, like, body language to tell you what's going on. That's why church was kind of a... Eye-opener? Not eye-opener for me. Um, I went to church for more than 10 years, and I would, re- I would hear the same scripture all the time, but the message was never the same. 
Actually, mm. well, oftentimes it was uh, it was the same. Uh, it's the same core, you know. Love, you know, share the love stuff that like that. But um, I guess like I always zoned out until the end. I was like, okay, so uh, that's when the like after Pastor's like t- talking for thirty minutes, he's like, and that is why you should do this. I'm like, okay, now thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Conclusion, yeah. yeah like cut to the cut to the the meat. After hearing yeah. the, after he- going to church for like ten years, you actually do end up, even though you you, you get bored. No, oh, I kind it's of. the same message all most of the time. Yeah, yeah. which you feel like you know what. Oh, kind yeah. Of. Okay, okay, okay. So I guess like, I really look forward to seeing new perspective because that's part of what being a good Christian is for me is putting a modern interpretation to the old text. Hmm. Mm. That's true. And that you guys you guys know what I'm saying, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally got you. Yeah, I so like you. maybe let's see, political correctness cultural uh, correctness was not a problem ten years ago. But it kind of is surfacing right now. Mm-hmm. So okay now now maybe ten years ago we would not like we could not have put a Interpretation on the Bible of it because it was, uh, we, we nobody knew about it, but now it's yeah yeah. But like you can relate like some of the old stories like so, about so, some stories make uh, uh, appear stronger now yeah yeah than before. They make a lot more sense. Well, I mean, I feel I think that the Bible has stories about situations that humans go through regardless of. Hell yeah. Mm, whether yeah. you're in the third world or whether you're in the first world. Yeah. And I think that's the important part. That no matter what, love thy neighbor, right? Yeah. Treat others yeah. as, as yeah. you will be treated, as you want to be treated. You know how uh, you were talking how the preacher was, hey, your parents are not going are, are not going to heaven mm-hmm. or their walk with God is not strong. Yeah. You could also manipulate, uh, like everyone manipulates the Bible mm-hmm. to fix their own agenda. That's um, true. In, in a way, but Jesus said so. What happened? I don't know if you if it's in the Quran. Yeah. yeah. But uh, a prostitute was carried around. Uh, not carried out. So the high priest mm-hmm. of the temple, they brought a prostitute uh, to uh, in front of Jesus. And then he oh, was, he, there uh, was a woman caught with another man. Yeah, she was doing adultery, and <laughs> that part was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. At the high priest, they were like, "What does the Bible say about the situation?" And then he uh, he recited but, exactly. But remember, what he said. remember though, at yeah. first Jesus ignored them. He just looked at them like, "Okay, and like," and then just yeah. went about what he was doing. So it's it's really weird because the high priest, they go by according to scriptures, mm-hmm. and. Anybody can uh, remember the scriptures. Anybody can remember a quote. Mm-hmm. Or, originally, like this, like their trial that the high priest gave Jesus Christ. Because uh, they're trying to find fault in him. Yeah, I, he was passing all of them, but he. Uh, so they were testing, going to test his morality now. The the priests were going to test Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the morality, yeah. and they're like, okay, so what does the Bible say about uh, adultery? And then, but he was like. Something along the lines of like they should be stoned, blah blah blah, or they should put to death. Who's asking who this? Like, hi, the uh, Pharisees hi, were asking Jesus. Yeah, they're asking Jesus. Okay, okay. They should be stoned. Something along the lines they should put put to death. And then he picked up a rock, and then he was like, "Whoever has no sin upon them, 
may throw the first rock. <laughs> oh my god, yo! <laughs> and everybody end up walking away. Yeah, because they they did some what? stuff. For, uh, you thought that they were gonna throw the rock? <laughs> yeah. No, it was just like that's interesting. What? Yeah, it, it's the point that they everybody has fallen short of the glory of God. At one yeah. point. So would you say the rules that are like that, like a lot of people misinterpret them, like that's like the. If you're perfect or whatever, then that's gonna happen. Like the no, that's my way of manipulating manipulating the Bible as well. If somebody, how's that manipulation though? Because the because what uh, what the priest said to you or what the pastor said to you is in the Bible. And if I was in his agenda, mm-hmm. I would probably use those um, those passages. Well, the but, but I would uh, if I was in your position, I would use my passage to protect myself. Well, I did have passages right? because I don't remember the exact scripture, but the scripture does say, "Train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they get older, they will not depart." That is a scripture that I brought to him, and then he brought the scripture back to me. But I didn't want to continue because it was going to turn into an argument. I yeah. wasn't gonna argue against somebody on their own turf with their people. Yeah, that's not. A good he just wants to win the argument, right? It, as as a point to get me in the church or his church. Right? He will win because yeah. he's trained in. Exactly, in he's, he's yeah, a trained I mean, pastor, right? That's low key not a good way to get someone because if you beat them by logic, they're not even gonna want to be yeah. there. Well, it depends because some people are gonna take that and submit to it, but I wasn't gonna submit to it because at best, his proof of why my parents. Were, were wrong, were quote unquote. wrong, was ambiguous. There was no hard proof, yeah. right? So, also to your story, that's not manipulation. Manipulation was what he was doing. He had his own agenda and his own ideology that he wanted to prove. Yeah. That he tried to use the Bible to prove. That was not, that. that is what happened. Yeah. Jesus did say, those of you who are without sin cast the first stone and nobody casts the first stone that is what happened it's not like you're it's not like you have some outside idea or theory or statement that you're using that scripture to prove you're just outlining what that scripture means so your pastor used the self that's yeah. not my pastor oh my bad my bad uh, the pastor the pastor my bad. jared let's jared. just call him that jared oh by the way like the subway guy jared those <laughs> uh notice is that that's how little i read the bible i just know the stories okay and the, i just know the messages but that's how little i actually study it so maybe i'm not oh yeah i mean like, yeah i mean everyone's at different levels you know i feel like you're very good at because i had to go to sunday school for you for like 10 years but yeah um I think he used a self-serving bias. Or, like, that's what he had because he used the only information to help his own argument, you know? Yeah. And that's not, that's a bias. So that automatically means, like, there's a fallacy in his argument. So, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Like, so let me, let me yeah. go to the next question. Yeah. So, is it cool if I talk about another bad day? Dude, yeah, because my next question. I want to tell a story about a bad year that my friend had. My, my next question is, what's the, the worst day that y'all have had? Ever? Can I tell like uh, like a like a um, a lighter story, and then he could tell his lighter story, and we can get into that after. Yeah, I can't. I, totally I, can't, I can't remember. Really it, this is right organic, now. y'all. This isn't like okay, hard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you want us to tell your friend's story first? Okay, so my friend, he had a bad, bad year. Bad year. Yeah. So back in our, my friend Ferdinando. Fernando. Ferdinando. Ferdinando. It's like oh, Ferdinand. Okay. Fernando with a no. Ferdinando. Nando's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in Argentina, getting lice, it's like getting the flu. Everybody gets it. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that common uh, here in the no, United States? No, it's not. No, I never gotten it. I've you? never gotten lice. Yeah, in Pakistan, like, yeah, if one person gets it, like, stay away. Dude, or, like, yeah. Get it, yeah. But this boom, like, he had this magic attraction to lice. So, in our class, only he would get it. Ew. Nobody else would get it. Only he would get it. That's so <laughs> I don't know if he was like dirty or maybe he like had like good looking hair that the last one yeah, yeah. he That's has really good hair nasty. right now but it was so bad because uh, in the course of two months he had it three times he had to get the, he got the treatment he got the comb oh my he god the shampoo, so, I would have just gone bald I would have just gone bald that's what his parents did <laughs> they like oh fuck it you know this is getting out of hand yeah. you're gonna just shave you and you know like back in 2004 the fashion was like never cutting your hair so he was like seven right he has like eight or seven or eight. Okay. He was like hella long, hella long bands, you know, like uh, Justin Timberlake or NSYNC. And so we were all making fun of him. And that's like the beginning of it. He had like a trilogy of band. Okay, okay. Hey. Story one, number yeah. one. Story number two. So uh, we're like, it's recess, right? Mm-hmm. And in Argentina, uh, instead of lunch period, we have the siestas, which is like, which are like three to four, uh, three hour naps. For the community, but but I guess for the staff, it's like you can a lot of people uh, that work, they go home for like three hours to have lunch and take a nap, and then they go back, come back to work. That's kind of like how the culture is. That's cool. That's dummy cool. I wish we had that here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So while everyone is uh, is sleeping or eating lunch for uh, three hours, we are playing right, and oh, I see Fernando like walking around underneath like this pine tree, and then I hear some, I see something falling, whoosh, and then. It looks like one of those 80s TV televisions because the, everything was hazy all of a sudden. But then I was like, those are bees. Those are uh, uh, bees. Oh uh, and that's like fell down. Hey. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I hear like Fernando like crying. He's like, no I'm like, stay right there. Don't move. Don't move. He's like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm not but like, I'm calling for help. Stay there. And so I'm like trying to get an adult to come. But everyone's like either sleeping or at home. So I'm like uh, waiting for 45 minutes, uh, like by the gate, <laughs> for like for a car to uh, drive by. I'm like, and finally you see like the gate, uh, the groundskeeper. He comes in, uh, and then I'm like, hey, are you st- okay, have you clocked in yet? Have you clocked in yet, or uh, are you seeing your break? I'm like, I'm still on my break, but what do you want? I'm like, okay, uh, and then I told him how like. Um, a business like fell down and, then, and he's like oh shit okay I'm on my way and then pretty much by the time we got there oh, uh, I guess like it had some side oh side a little bit but I'm like Ferdinando are you still alive? it's like oh. I'm like okay we're gonna help you so we got our sweaters and covered it and then we, dra- we dragged him across like uh, 20 feet like away from the canopy of the trees I mean, the 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 spool looked like an inside out watermelon. He was like, all oh, oh my red. He had, like, god! These things like just hanging outside. I'm like, and then I remember his his house, uh, not his house, his family. They sued the the school, and then um, the school. What they did is like they had to t- take down all the beehives because it was actually in a woodsy area. It's like an, a golf field. It yeah. used to be a golf course, um, big golf course. So they had a lot of trees <clears throat> and pine trees, and so they had to. Cut. So what they did is that instead of using traditional smoke training uh, uh, therapy no, or what's it called smoke treatment to take to, to take down the yeah. beehives, yeah. this fool like uh, like they made the groundskeeper like to burn everything down, like burn uh, burn the beehives instead of using uh, you know smoke. Yeah. So pretty much the school was closed for two days because he burned everything. 
And I feel like that just reminds me of that scene from The Office when the, the guy is like uses the bow and arrow to take down to take down a wasp nest. Wow. No, so did your school burn down? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like just like three happy uh, house. But part three was the time when it was his birthday, and then we we're playing American uh, rugby. Okay. Okay. And so like American football? Yeah, except that we have a soccer and we tackled. So you tackled? Okay. That's okay, totally it was his fun. birthday. Totally fun. Okay. And then uh, he ended up breaking his arm, and then I okay, okay, my his, my story sucks now. That was pretty good. I mean, that was that, was that was very unfortunate. That's like a series of unfortunate events. I yeah. So you wanna go? I mean, mine is not that funny now that I think about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like halfway through my story, I was like, eh, mine is kind of. Stuck. Yeah, I mean, okay, funny story. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be funny. It could just be. Yeah, I was gonna get more deep. I don't know. This is like stressful day, whatever. Um, but yeah, like a couple weeks ago, like it was a really stressful day where I couldn't really like, I couldn't go home basically, or like just something happened. Like again, the trust thing, <laughs> when you find out someone's manipulating you and you're just like, like, I can't, I literally can't take this anymore, you know, cause I'm doing kind of everything right now for them, you know? And I just couldn't go home cause like it was just too intense and like it's like, I just like had to sleep at someone else's house and like. Growing up, I could never have a sleepover. <laughs> so I was like, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> and like, it was crazy because I think now that I look back at it, it's like the best thing that I could have done in that situation was do that. Because now the people that were manipulating me understand like the boundaries and what I'm willing to do to not deal with that. So in terms of like, I don't know, it was just a horrible day. Like, it was actually like a horrible weekend. I mean, it's real, you know? Like, we're talking about like, how bad, like, what would you guys do in a situation where you can't really, like, reason with someone or basically, like, this person didn't trust me and, like, saying, like, the, this, this person, like, looked through my call logs on my phone oh. and was, like, like, called our cell phone service to find out who I was calling and, like, getting the records of what I said, right? Why? Because was they thought... he or she able to? Yes. But it was not, nothing bad at all. But this person thought I was lying. And when I proved to them that I was calling, like, someone else, basically, because they thought I was calling, like, like some specific person, and I wasn't because they just had the wrong information. Like, I literally had to call this person in front of them. Can you please tell me who you are, like, on the phone? And, like, I just felt, like, so, like, horrible, you know? Mm. And, like, this person does not trust me at all. And, like, that low-key, like... I cannot trust this person really anymore. I gave trust, but now I can't. And like, like I had to call my friend literally to prove that it wasn't someone else. And then the person who didn't trust me said, "Well, I know you can change, you can change names on your phone." After the phone call, like, what the, huh? So I was just like, I just did, you know. And like, what I did to deal with that, because I know I'm never really in the right mind state. Instead of saying, saying like, instead of saying things that I would have regret. Or instead of, like, punching everything, you know, because that's what I was doing, low-key. Like, I broke a plate, you know? But then, like, I just called, like, a couple of my friends who, like, I know could deal with that situation. And, like, eventually it helped. Because when you're mad, you're not in the right mind state. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the number one thing to do is, like, call someone who is. So uh, you know? reach out to friends. Yeah. yeah reach out to That's what you do. So what yeah. about you, George? So a similar situation like that happened, actually, where... There's this guy, my roommate, who's 
he's very careless, mm. very irresponsible. Yeah. And I just couldn't take it. I, I had said something about it and called him out on some things. Um, mainly revolving around the bathroom. He's like, oh, I've done this because I called him out on it. He's like, but I'm like, but I said, that's not true. Because if you did clean the bathroom, this was a little bit more complex than this, then there wouldn't be hair around the tub. There wouldn't be soap scum here. There wouldn't be just general things that showed you didn't, if you did clean the bathroom, you did a very poor job. And then his reply was, well, who are you talking to like that? And I, and I said, well, if you can't have a simple conversation, then there's nothing more to talk about. And this man tweeted, oh, L.A. people don't back down. He tweeted. Yes. Like an he tweeted. idiot. He tweeted. So that. then my thinking now is, he so this, this isn't about being real and being honest with yourself. This is about pride. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not, because yeah. at this point, that's how people in prison got there. They didn't want to lay down their pride, right? Why is it this serious that you're bringing that up? And it's just been awkward in the apartment because I, oh, really? the only thing I said to him was hi. He said hi, and it's just, I'm, I just don't want to deal with people like that because I feel as if he's brought me down then pulled me up. I'm about to graduate. You mean in terms of like, the long term just in general in general like yeah because while? i've known him for a while we've kind of lived together for a while and i'm graduating in a month dude where are you not even in school so i have a lot more to lose so i wasn't i wasn't gonna go ham i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna do this whole no. contest or whatever um and it's kind of annoying because I, I wish I could give into my pride, but I can't. So I, I understand what you're, what you're going through and what happened because you have bigger fish to fry. You have a way more things to do in your life. Mm-hmm. You're young. I'm young. We're young. We have so much more. So I do agree with you because at that point I had to call my dad and my dad had to calm me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're very right. You have to call those people that you care about, yeah. who are level-headed, who aren't gonna, who aren't gonna push you to give into something that you're gonna regret. Yeah. You need those people who are gonna make you think. They're like their make, own people. Like, yes. Yeah. They're gonna like, make you yeah. think about what you're doing, so that way yeah. you don't do something stupid. You know. What so I mean? You don't just like fall on emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I wish my parents. They would give me lessons or actually give me. Yeah, I don't call my parents when they have it. I, I, I call. No, 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 I don't. I don't ever want to call them whenever I'm in stress. But I wish that throughout the course of my childhood, my parents would have taught me lessons or, or explained things better to me. Uh, I was mostly tell you reasons. Self-taught, self-raised. Yeah. You know, why I should be doing something. Like yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But, and, I I feel you because. Right now, I'm fighting with someone in my family, too. Mm-hmm. And we both have, like, too much pride that we don't want to back down. So we haven't talked okay, for, really? like, three days. Mm, damn. Really? Yeah. Um, same same role as your, as the person who's, like, bothering you in your really? family. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like, for me, eventually, how I kind of solved it was, like, I talked to one of the most, like, friends who's, like, the opposite personality of me, you know? Yeah. But someone I can learn from. And eventually, I dealt with it in a way that I haven't done before. Like, I wrote a letter. I actually wrote a letter. 
mm-hmm. talked about everything that I was feeling and everything that I was like, because no one really has your perspective in your shoes. And then when I confronted the person, eventually, like, that person, like, the real reason, just like in your situation, I don't think the roommate is really that mad about the bathroom, you know? I think the roommate, just like the person that I'm talking about, has other problems and things like much bigger fish to fry, you know what I'm saying? And they just can't show it or they don't want to tell people or they're dealing with something they just like have no idea how to show it. So they're just like getting mad about small things. Like a lot of people have this personality where they, they project their anger of like huge problems, like maybe like like not knowing what to do after you graduate or something, like not knowing what to do in your life, having a dead end job, you know, like not really having anything going for you. And they put it into like arguing or like getting mad at, at you. And like at the end, like I found out this person like wasn't even really mad about this. They were mad about it, but th- that's not the reason, you know? So eventually I found out the reason why they were stressed and it was a pretty bad situation for them. So. I kind of, we both were in each other's shoes, so asking why helped a lot. Should we go to the next topic? Yeah. Yeah. How many more? uh, So the last one is, do y'all believe in signs or omens? So do y'all believe in that whole black cat thing, or if you break a mirror, you're going to have a bad day kind of thing? Hmm. Oh, yo, I have have one for signs, right? I have a, uh, you said, do you believe in omens or signs? Oh. I think that for me, my friend uh, Krispy Kreme, right, believes in like superstitions, omens, like everything a lot, right? Okay. And I would say I don't really like do that. Like I don't really like, like everything can be explained. That's like a ghost, you know, a ghost story. Like most mm-hmm. things, in my opinion, can be explained. But signs, like I was having like, like a really, really horrible like trip, not going to lie, you know? like from the specific, you know, substance, you know? And it was like crazy. And like, I could not focus. I was thinking all the time, like, do my parents love me? You know, like crazy stuff. I was in like a black hole, but at the same time, I was in like, I was in a dollar a dollar store and I was walking by the aisles and it was the same aisle every aisle. And like, That's crazy. it was horrible. And I was like, are these signs showing me that I'm not going the right way? Because I didn't have a job. It was like last last summer. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a lot of things. And during that time, I believed in signs a lot. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, I couldn't swallow from my throat, and my throat was super dry. And I was like, these are all signs that I'm not doing anything right. Of course, the people that were hanging out with me like perpetuated that it was true. So therefore, while I was tripping, I believed that a lot more. But mm-hmm. eventually, like I was like, I'm trying to like. I was trying to get a job before I got that horrible job, but I was trying to do something with my life. And then eventually I was like, was this a bad idea doing this substance in the first place? Because the reason I did it was to find out, to, to become more real as a person. Like I, I wrote this down before I did it. <laughs> Basically, like I was like, it was it even right doing this substance. Was it even right like opening myself to this experience because I'm never gonna forget it. Mm. And then this license plate, it said 222. And then I remember a Flatbush Zombie song that's called 222, and it's a pretty good song. And then I saw it, and I was like, why did I see that at the store, and I saw it here? And I saw it on my Google Maps, because it was 222. And then my friend Bowser, who's with me, he was a trip sitter, and he's like, no matter what, if you see 222, you're going in the right direction. And then I felt so much better. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? Like, I just felt so much better. Like, the badness of the trip just went away. And like, I don't believe in too many signs, but that one is engraved in my brain. And no matter what I'm doing, if I'm like some crazy, I don't know if I'm robbing someone, I don't know. But if I see two, 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 I'm going the right way. (laughs) 
So that's my that's my sign for two two two. So yeah. Okay, so winner. Uh, take a note. If you see two two two, you know. Yeah, doing something right. right away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you have a girl with two hundred twenty two pounds. Put the ring on. Or twenty two pounds and two pounds. For for me, I personally, uh, I like to believe in science. Mm-hmm. But from my experience, they're not gonna. We're saying signs, not science. <laughs> science. I'm saying that right. Signs. S I G N S. Yeah, signs. Signs like a stop sign. Yeah, stop sign. I believe in. Octagon. I don't think that. What the messages that we get from God or 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 the, or the universe uh-huh. are gonna be as clear as you're eating um, alphabet cereals and then it's spelling up a sentence <laughs> like oh fuck <laughs> no, no. Up. I wish it was as easy as that but maybe it's more like oh experiences that you uh, uh, things events that you experience in your daily life uh-huh. and then you try to get the positive message or the deeper message in that thing or maybe you got hurt tried to um, learn from it because you can learn to get be hurt forever or to pick yourself up and become better and grow yeah that that is like what I see as science and sometimes science do present themselves as opportunities and events and that's cool but you have to determine uh, it all depends on how you interpret it yeah yeah yeah, like I would say, um, it's really important to see things in a clear mind and not have a positive or negative view about things. Yeah, on things that like are like low key don't really have any like, like they don't they're not attached to anything with meaning. You just give them meaning. Yeah. Like the only thing I really see signs besides two 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 of course is um. We have twenty minutes by the way. Yeah, for sure. Is um, I would say, it was on the tip of my tongue. Is is uh. Whenever you try really hard for something and you don't get it. That's one of the only things I see signs as. Cause like, I think if you try super hard to be like, to do the blah, 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 like to get into like the NBA or something, you know, like to be a professional really good at something and it doesn't happen, I feel like there's a reason for that. Because you try so hard and like, it could come to God, it could come to Allah, you know, like whatever you believe, you know, it could come to like the devil if you're worshiping, whatever. But it, it's, I think for me, that's a sign because if you tried your absolute hardest and something didn't happen, it was not meant to be. Therefore, the opportunity is shown that you don't focus on that anymore. It might come in a different point of your life, but other than that, do not focus on it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a sign where you should stop worrying, stop using the mental capacity of worry mm-hmm. to put into that subject anymore. That's mm-hmm. one of the only signs I think I see. That's good. You know? So, we're finishing things up. Do you guys yeah. have any stories or messages that you want to the crowd? Um, I, I, it, it kind of connects back to what you were saying earlier. Hmm. It's very much your perception. Yeah, yeah, your perception, your mind frame. So, optimist and non-optimist. Pessimist. Op- optimist and pessimist. Yeah. Yes. Generally, don't have different lives. But the optimist is usually happier. Yeah. Because they're an optimist. Two, people, I forget what what this study said, but people who have hope tend to live longer. They tend to have a better quality life because if it didn't happen this time, well, it happened next time. Well, it didn't mm-hmm. happen this time, it'll happen next time. Mm-hmm. So just keep in mind, y'all, when y'all having a bad day, 
and it doesn't turn around or it may not seem like there's the end in sight just keep in mind you don't always control what happens to you but you can control your perception of that thing don't let a bad situation a bad day a relationship or a fight ruin or take your happiness or take your joy that's true keep on to that because that's what's going to get you through that tough time your happiness your joy regardless of what's happening to you because in life things happen horrible things happen horrible things happen to good people good things happen to bad people so don't think because you're treating people well because you're not treating anybody badly you're living your life how a nice caring person would don't don't be fooled into thinking you won't have a bad day or crap won't come your way because it will Mm-hmm. And it'll try and take your happiness. So hold on to that happiness. Keep your head up. Stay pretty, y'all. Here he did look. You know, have to be like this BYOB. Mm. Uh, uh, Cause you had a bad day. You take one down. You sing a sad song just to turn, turn it around. You say BYOB. Oh, no. you we say, talk hey. about stuff. Hey. Yeah. If you want to. More about it. Yeah. Just listen to our Harvard podcast. Uh, that was trash. Uh, thank that you, was everyone. This is BYOB. Black Kelly on Brown. We will see you next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye.